Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. Pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 11. Verse 8 of our text says, Many spread their garments on the way, and others were cutting down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Those who went in front and those who followed cried out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that is coming in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Verse 11, Jesus entered into the temple in Jerusalem, and when he looked around at everything, it now being evening, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. This term Hosanna means save help now, quote unquote. It seems the people, by saying this, were acknowledging that Jesus was their king and were calling out to their Messiah. Luke's account tells us that some of the Pharisees attempted to get Jesus to stop this outpouring among the people. But Jesus there answered that if he tried, the very rocks at his feet would replace the people in their crying out. Now the Roman soldiers must have thought that this display was a rather pitiful comparison to the arrival of their king. But then again, the Roman government is gone today, but Jesus still reigns king. In Luke's account, we are told that Jesus wept as he entered the city. Luke 19, 41-44 reads, When he came near, he saw the city and he wept over it, saying, Even if you had known today the things which belong to your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For the days will come on you when the enemies will throw up a barricade against you, surround you, hem you in on every side, and will dash your children within you to the ground. They will not leave in you one stone on another because you didn't know the time of your visitation. I wonder if we are as willing to shed tears for the state of the world today. I mean, does it break our hearts when we see such around us? On that day, the people acknowledged him as king. They celebrated his arrival. That day, they shouted, Hosanna, Hosanna. But these same folks would, in just a few days, shout, crucify him, crucify him. It would be hard to believe such a scenario if I hadn't virtually seen the very same thing in people even to today. Verse 12 of our chapter says, The next day when they had come out of Bethany, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came to see if perhaps it might have anything on it. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. Jesus told it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard it. Now, in Luke's account of this last passage, Jesus wept over what he found in Jerusalem, or rather, what he failed to find. Literally hundreds of years, God now had been directing, leading, encouraging, and yes, even demanding a lifestyle of holiness, a commitment to a sanctified lifestyle, and towards something that he called fruit. John 15, 16 says, 
You didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you will ask of my Father in my name, he may give it to you. And John 15:5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing, end quote. And John 15, 8 says, In this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so that you will be my disciples. Now, despite the effort, God's creation would fail to deliver. They were simply too lost in themselves, lost in their fleshly desires, their lack of love, and their hard hearts. They would, we will, be without excuse. The fruit that Christ longs for us to produce for him is his glory and for his glory. In a picture of his desire for this fruit of our redemption, the text says Jesus was hungry, quote unquote. He herein sought after some fruit, but as in Jerusalem, he found none. We must take notice here that Jesus was not even reaching for the great fruit, quote unquote, the stuff he spoke of in John 15, 5. It was not the full grown figs that he sought that day because it was too early in the season. For the mature fruit, he was willing to wait. He was simply seeking that which should be found on fig trees in the early season. And that would be the sign of fruit to come. You see, the picture runs deep here if you look into it. Because you see, in order for a fig tree to have leaves, it must first have fruit that precedes the leaves. So therefore, a fig tree with leaves and no fruit is a lie. I mean, it has leaves of profession, but nothing is being produced. It may look healthy and vibrant, but it is merely an illusion. Unless we are producing we are apt to receive the same rebuke from our Lord. This lack of early fruit was a sign that there would be no later mature fruit. And evidently, the same evidence occurs in the spiritual realm even today. Verse 15 of our text says, They came to Jerusalem, and Jesus entered into the temple and began to throw out those who sold and those who bought in the temple, and he overthrew the money changers' temples and the seats of those who sold the doves. Now, please note that this event was by no means separate from that which transpired uh, just previously with the fig tree. And Jesus was now going to deal with the ones ultimately responsible for the fact that there was no fruit, and that was the aberrant church. 1 Peter 4.17 says this, For the time has come for judgment to begin with the house hold of God. If it begins first with us, what will happen to those who don't obey the good news of God? End quote. You see, the church in the day of Christ had drifted far from its purpose and far from its design. Oh, it had begun to focus now on money and power and it ceased to worship on and serve. There was no fruit emanating from the house of God. The church, it seemed, had exchanged the love of God for the love of money. They started as the missionary, but ended up being the mercenary. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.